voters in New Hampshire are heading to the polls this morning for the first in the nation primary. And a young golf champ misses out on getting over a million dollars despite winning a PGA tournament. The Morning Rundown starts now. From the Straight Arrow News Studio, bringing the stories that matter to you from across the United States and around the world, this is the Morning Rundown. Today is Tuesday, January 23rd. Thank you for joining us. I'm Kara Rucker. The path to become the Republican nominee for president runs through New Hampshire today as the state holds its first in the nation primary. Voters are heading to the polls as the candidates in the two-person race are hoping to gain momentum. Former President Donald Trump, the GOP frontrunner, called on his supporters to get out and vote in his final rally in the Granite State on Monday night. Grab your neighbor, grab everybody. You got to. You got to go out because we have to win by big margins. And the reason we have to do that, Al, very simple. You know what the reason is in November. We have to send the signal that we're not playing games. This country has gone to hell. This country has gone to hell. Nikki Haley, the former U.N. ambassador in the Trump administration, told her supporters during her final campaign event in the state, it's time for Republicans to elect new leadership. I voted for Donald Trump twice. I was proud to serve America in his administration. But rightly or wrongly, chaos follows him. You know I'm right. Chaos follows him. And we can't be a country in disarray and have a world on fire and go through four more years of chaos because we won't survive it. In a midnight voting tradition, six voters already cast their ballots in one New Hampshire community. Dixville Notch officially kicked off the start of the state's primary, where all six chose Nikki Haley. While the Republican candidates are vying for 22 delegates, it's a different story on the Democratic side. Due to the Democratic National Committee saying New Hampshire is violating the party's rules by holding its primary ahead of others, the DNC said none of the state's delegates will be at stake. President Joe Biden has not even put his name on the ballot, though his supporters have launched a write-in campaign. Our Lauren Taylor has a full report on New Hampshire's Democratic presidential primary right now on SAN.com. Israel has reportedly put a new offer on the table for Hamas to free the hostages in Gaza. Officials say the Israeli government is proposing a two-month ceasefire in exchange for the release of all hostages. Hamas has previously called for a permanent ceasefire. While negotiations continue, so does the war. Israel says 21 of its soldiers were killed in Gaza in the single deadliest attack on Israel's army since the war with Hamas began. In a televised statement, an IDF spokesperson said the reservists were demolishing buildings near the border between Israel and Gaza using explosives in an effort to secure the area so residents of southern Israel could return back home. That's when a rocket-propelled grenade was fired at a tank that was protecting the troops. At the same time, an explosion occurred in the buildings, causing the structures to collapse on the soldiers. So far, 219 Israeli soldiers have been killed in Gaza. Earlier on Monday, Palestinian health officials said Israeli forces stormed a hospital in southern Gaza. Israel issued a statement reiterating its claims that Hamas embeds itself in civilian population, including in hospitals and schools. 
Meanwhile, the U.S. and United Kingdom launched a new round of strikes against Houthi targets in Yemen on Monday. U.S. Central Command said the second round of attacks by the two nations struck missile systems and launchers, air defense systems, radars, and deeply buried weapon storage facilities. Central Command said the strikes are intended to degrade the capability of the Iranian-backed Houthi terrorists from continuing their attacks on ships in the Red Sea. The Supreme Court has weighed in on the latest bout in the ongoing fight on border enforcement between Texas and the federal government. In a 5-4 vote, the high court ruled in favor of the Biden administration, ruling that federal agents can cut razor wire installed near the border by Texas. Texas installed 30 miles of razor wire in a move to discourage illegal border crossings. The Justice Department argued that the wire was causing harm to migrants crossing the border and prevented the federal government from getting to the migrants to help them. None of the justices provided an explanation for their vote. Texas officials say the fight for the border is not over as the legal process plays out. The largest strike by university faculty members in U.S. history is coming to an end after California State University and the union representing thousands of faculty reached a tentative deal to raise wages. The deal was announced Monday night, just hours after the beginning of a planned five-day walkout by 29,000 faculty members. Thanks to the deal beginning today, they will all be back at work at the nation's largest public university system. Union leaders say the walkout was needed as wages had not kept up with the cost of living in California. The deal solidifies a 5% increase in salary retroactively to July of last year, and another 5% bump is set for July. Dexter Scott King, the youngest son of Martin Luther King Jr., has passed away at the age of 62. He died Monday in California after a battle with prostate cancer. Dexter King served as chairman of the Martin Luther King Jr. Center for Nonviolent Social Change, which was started by his late mother, Coretta Scott King, in 1968. Dexter King was just seven years old when his father was assassinated. He would go on to attend his father's alma mater, Morehouse College in Atlanta. In 2002, he took a role in a TV movie playing his father in the Rosa Parks story. Finally this morning, a 20-year-old golfing phenom made history this past weekend, becoming the youngest amateur to win on the PGA Tour since 1910. But even though he won, he was not able to claim the $1.5 million prize. Let's explain. Nick Dunlap, a University of Alabama sophomore, won the American Express Tournament in California on Sunday by one stroke. However, because of the rules that say amateurs can't collect any prize money, the $1.5 million actually went to the second-place finisher. But because of his victory, the college student who brought his homework on his trip to the event now has the option to turn pro. Dunlap says he's not making a decision just yet on whether to finish school or join the PGA Tour. These are your top stories for this Tuesday. Be sure to visit san.com slash rundown for all the latest information about our show and our newsletter. Unbiased, straight facts, that's straight arrow news. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Until then, I'm Kara Rucker. Have a great day.